The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time for the Low Fact Podcast. I was going to try some Gregorian chant, but I realized too late that I'm not that gifted. I can do Gregorian chant. Not no. well. <laughs> you don't know. I'm pretty sure. You never heard me sing. I don't think. Oh, yeah, I have. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, I have. Karaoke. Wow, that was just the wrong song. Car karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the wrong song, bro. Coincidentally enough, it seems like they're all the wrong song for you. Just... just for those wondering, do not choose a long Red Hot Chili Peppers song for uh, your uh, karaoke song. I think not choosing Red Hot Chili Peppers is probably a good... Uh... No, 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 no. So anyway, hello, Low Fact listeners. What's up? You know, you're going to have to come up with your own little greeting. You know, can't just always jump on mine. What am I going to say? How's it going, mate? I don't know. I like to just piggyback off of you. Clearly. Because I'm lazy. I don't think that's the only reason. Really? Well, what would be the other reason? Huh? What would be the other reason? I didn't say that there was only one more. I just said, I don't think that's the only reason. Oh, uh, whatever. You're starting to read in too much. And um, it is it is actually actually Christmas Eve right now. Right. But through the magic of, of television and time travel... <laughs> It will be like what New Year's Eve aroundish uh-huh. when this uh, when this gets uh, released. Yes, yes, indeed. So, I don't know where I was going with that. It's really I'm stalling for time to because I can't I can't think of what to talk about because there's so much stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's like, do we talk about news, current events, philosophy, religion? <clears throat> I mean, what is our podcast really? Doesn't really matter. It's two bored guys who think they're really good at carrying on a conversation and the truth is probably not quite there. <laughs> well, you've always said I'm a shit conversationalist. So. That, that is true. And I, I say, it, I say it, I say it with all the love that I could, that I could give to a brother. Oh, come on, man. I love you like a brother, but you, you, you can't carry a conversation worth shit. Oh, that's not very nice. Okay. It's, it's probably Where's better. your Christmas spirit. I'm being Christmas spirit. Where, where's, where's peace on earth and goodwill to, all the, of goodwill. all the goodwill I could muster on how horrible your conversation skills are came out I that just way. butchered Luke 214, but, you know, that's where it comes from. But I just started that book that you uh, that you asked me to, that you kept on trying to get me to read. Which one? The Roots of American Order. Oh, yeah. So far, I, so far it seems like it's really about order. And, and do you... And the roots of the American version of it. Do you like it or not? <clears throat> Actually, it's pretty. Yeah, yeah. I've only read about ten or fifteen pages of it. It's a it's a classic. I didn't know that, but um, it was like even Ronald Reagan could read it. Ronald Reagan can read. He read it. My, a, a lot of his uh, a lot of his I think a lot of his uh, stuff came from that reading that book. You know, it's pretty sad. Like, 
What's Speaking that? of Ronald Reagan. I, I, I shouldn't say that about Ronald Reagan, but... No, just the sad state of affairs. Ronald Reagan went to college in the early 20th century. Mm-hmm. Went to some podunk college, probably for a lot of athletics, right? Was he an athletics guy? Oh, yeah. Really? He's a lifeguard. He was a... Really? I didn't know that. Well, that's because the only thing we... The only memories we have of Ronald Reagan are when he was 80. Right. But, you know, he was a... He was a tall, strapping dude. I didn't know that. Well, he was a tall dude. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he was he was really athletic. I knew... I mean, I obviously know him as a movie star, and I know that he rang, ran... Um, was the hit of the... SAG. SAG. Yeah. yeah. But, um... So I was thinking about this just now when you said Ronald Reagan, and I, I, I was thinking, I was comparing in my head his, his educational requirements as opposed to mine. Mm-hmm. And as stupid as we, as everyone likes to say that, that they think Ronald Reagan is, because their only experience of him is when he was in his late seventies, early eighties. Right. He went to school at a time when education in, in the United States was a little bit more rigorous, and I say that. With a grain of salt, it was actually probably a lot more rigorous. Yeah. So his 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 podunk college education probably light years ahead of my nationally ranked college education. Where did he go to school? Was that here? Was it here in California? No, I think he went to some school. I think he went to some place called like Eureka College in Illinois or something. He's from Illinois. Oh, okay. But he's from here though, right? Well, he moved out here. Oh. And he spent his adult life here. Oh, so he wasn't born. In California. No, I do not think he was. Which got me to thinking of John Wayne, who also went to college in the 20s. Wait, was he the governor, though, as well? Mm-hmm. Was Reagan was the governor. Yep. Everyone does that. Well, that used to be the path. Right. Up until... Um, Barack Obama? Or Bill Clinton? No, he was, the, he was governor of Arkansas. Okay, Barack Obama was not governor. Barack Obama didn't do anything. He, so was, he sen- was the first then. He was a senator, like a, a junior senator from Illinois. Yep. So but, was Barack the first one that wasn't a governor? No, uh, Kennedy wasn't a governor. Okay. Uh, Abraham Lincoln wasn't a governor. No, he was not. Grant wasn't a governor. Okay, so there's a few then. I don't think Jefferson was, Adams wasn't, Washington wasn't, Madison wasn't. Right. But they were all pretty involved in the early, early country. So, back to what you're saying. Oh, education now sucks. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was the that was the gist of it. And you know, there's a whole lot of things that everybody thinks needs fixing. And the more I think about it, the more I think that the sentiment of of we need to get back to God is probably more right than it is not. There's really nothing to expound on that. If you're, if you're thinking about doing it, I was thinking about doing it. There's really no need to, but we can, we can talk about symptoms all day long. Like everything that's going wrong in the country, in the world, I think really kind of stems from forgetting about the creator Number one, ignoring the creator. Number one, and uh, relativism. Number two, you know, the more I the more I think about it, the less I think that that's that's even uh, a good thing. You're gonna have to expound on that. You know, relativism. 
Um, nothing, no one, no one thing or ideology is better than another. Right. But nobody believes that. Just like no one person is better than the other. Well, there's no, there's no morals. If you have relativism, then you don't have like a moral compass, right? Well, that is really assuming a lot. But the whole relativism thing is about, you know, there's no, no one, no one ideology or whatever is better than the other. And I'm just like, well, no, I, I don't think that's true. So are you advocating for a particular kind of, you're not advocating for a certain moral order then? Well, the only one that I could advocate for would be the one that I'm used to. But even beyond that, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, because I want, because you kind of have to think about it a little abstractly because when you, when you try to do stuff for the bunch, because it's, it's, it's always strange that, that there's always a difference between the individual and the group. And whenever, whenever it's your ideas that you want the group to have, that becomes kind of better, right? People sit there and talk about my body, my choice, or, you know, they talk about liberty till the cows come home, mm-hmm. but they're only really talking about their liberty. And we see examples of this. Well, the most recent example of it is the current, the current, uh, the current, I don't know, social issues, I suppose you want to say, or social issues in general, like when, uh, when, um, when uh, the the homosexual lobby or various homosexuals were talking about how they were they were for free speech, um, liberty, you know, freedom, stuff like that. There, the caveat to that was, if you if you disagree with me, then that can't happen. So there's no liberty without my liberty. Well, that's like the whole. There's no I in team, but there's an M and an E. Is like you know the way that that line of thinking goes, right? Every like with the uh, with 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 whatever's going on now, everybody's talking about how yeah, uh, liberty is important. You know, people people should be free; they should be able to make their own choices. But then, if you disagree with that choice, then all of a sudden it's like, no, you need to stop that. You need to help everybody else. You need to stop being so selfish, right? So it seems like it seems like your point of view or or whatever you espouse seems to change depending on which side of the coin you're on. If you're the one dissenting, then dissent is very important. But if you're in the, if you're in the majority, dissent needs to be crushed. Yeah, that just, that just, but that just kind of proves it's like hypocritical. Yeah, but that's not, but I guess everybody is. That's the thing. It's not something that you need to, it's not something that you need to like hammer on. Yes, everyone's hypocritical. Okay. But everybody hammers on that. Well, oh, he's a hypocrite. Like, you yeah, know. but they're hammering. But the hammering on that is is a is really a, a, a red herring. It's a side issue. Everyone's hypocritical. Okay, we know that. Now, what should we do about it, if anything? Constantly pointing out the hypocrisy in someone else is not going to help things. Constantly pointing out the hypocrisy in yourself is not going to help things. There are solutions to things. Everyone's, everyone's, the problem is, you know, people have different solutions and they think theirs is the best. Okay. 
try your solution. If it doesn't work, should we try something else? And sitting, sitting, sitting away from, from something, you know, not involved in the issue. It's real easy to, to, to say that, right? It's real easy to say, okay, this didn't work. Let's try something else. Very few people do that. Is this because, because they don't have, because they don't have an answer probably? Well, or it's too hard. Well, the odd thing could be your solution could be correct, but it's not happening in a time frame like like the solution is not working in the time frame that you want it to. That could be one thing. People could be disingenuous about the solution. That makes me think of global warming. I mean, of the climate change policies. Yeah, and I think I think I think a lot of that is. They could be correct, right? But it's just incredibly coincidental and suspect that while you could be correct in this one thing, you're like, oh, wait a second. I can use this to get all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, that's where they lose the legitimacy. Because everyone's like, oh, they've got all this other agenda, right? There's all this other stuff they're trying to get yeah, or whatever. Or they always talk about like, oh, we need to do this within 30 years or 40 years. It's like when, when they're not going to be around. Or when they're not going to be in power or whatnot. I mean, you know, the the thing, the biggest problem I have with the, I, I hate using the phrase, but that's the, the phrase that's in vogue now. So the whole climate change people, right? Mm-hmm. Saying that the, the way the way things are going on right now, not working out. And the solutions that they're, that they're proposing don't, aren't solutions that will work. And then there's a, but there's a solution that quite possibly would work really well. But they don't want to do that. Which is what? Let use less? Well, okay. So they're, the whole big thing is, is that with the global warming crowd, climate change crowd is we need to get rid of using fossil fuels. Okay. And when we, by quitting using fossil fuels, we need to use this other batch of goods, solar, wind, whatever. Right. But they admit that all the power that they can generate (laughs) with the technology that they got. It's it's like very, it's a tiny percentage. Can't, can't equal the amount of power that they can generate and power being energy, you know, the, the amount of energy being generated by substituting solar and whatever is in, is not just incredibly inefficient. It's, it won't even come close. That's like, that's like saying, that's like saying you need to stop eating meat and instead eat bark, right? For your protein. Right. Now, if you said you need to start, stop eating meat and instead eat bugs right i can i can i can see a logic in that because it's a shit ton of bugs there are there are tons of bugs and they have tons of protein and you know do da do da right right but they're not saying don't eat meat eat bugs they're saying don't eat meat eat bark (laughs) or eat grass we can't eat grass no we'll die Right, we we can't we can't process grass. No, we can't process bark. We're not beetles, right? Or or bugs or whatever, right? <laughs> and that's bugs eat bark. They do, huh? 
Bugs Dewey Buck. Yeah. yeah is, don't we ever? Don't we always hear, hear about the the infamous bark bark beetle oh, that's that's killing off all these trees and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, with the technology we have right now, supposedly nuclear is the only thing we got that's got a chance. Yep. Of of you know generating the type of, the type of energy that the amounts of energy that we need to an activist, almost it seems like they're all like, no, we can't use nuclear. We need to use this waste. You know what most nuclear waste is? It's nasty, nasty stuff. It's stuff that has been exposed to nuclear radiation that we use, like tools. Like like when they when it, like some, a lot of nuclear waste is like tools, okay. screwdrivers, hammers, junk like that. that oh, it's have, not the results of the pro, of the it's, process. It's that too. It's that too. But it's it's that the results of the process that also has like you can't get rid of that shit, right? I mean, uh, I mean, you got to basically bury it in the ground. It takes it, even then. It takes a while. A while, and and even then, the places that they bury it, like in the United States, they bury it in Yucca Mountain, right? Yeah, Yucca Mountain isn't a isn't an earthquake zone, right? So I'm I'm like, so when you when you propose solutions that are not real solutions, that's when things start breaking down to me, you know, like the B two bomber, that that stealth bomber that looks like a big flying wing. Yeah, that's cool looking. The only reason why that got made was because components of it are made in every state. <laughs> uh, so pork, what is it? Yeah, it's pork. Pork politics, or it was pork, barrel, pork barrel politics. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 you know the way we, the way things are going about, you can tell that's 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 not a true solution. And and we've got this super stealthy thing that can't fly in the rain. So that's why we have this airplane that was made in the 50s that's still flying. A different bomber. Yeah, it's called the B-52. Yeah, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, yeah, in the 50s. I've heard stories, <laughs> I've heard stories where four, three or four generations of Air Force pilots have all flown that's the like, B-50. The granddad flew it, the dad flew it, and now the kid flies it. That's crazy. So they're still making them? I don't know. Or are they just maintaining the ones we have? I think they're maintaining the ones we have and, and putting various, and trying to, to step up avionics and stuff. But even then, I mean, you have to use a slide rule <laughs> to fly these things. Really? Yeah. And there's there's a there's a giant airplane graveyard that the that the government maintains in Arizona. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, so I mean, I've seen that, and that was on that, that movie I love. Yes, so and much. they and they take parts from it. Right. So you know, that's one thing. Um, the other thing, the other thing that I thought was kind of kind of fun to point out. You know how everybody points out that people are stupid and people want to be controlled, and 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 they talk about sheeple. Have you found? Have you thought that isn't it kind of kind of odd? That everybody talks about those people as if they're not one of those people. <laughs> I've never really given it too much thought, but it is kind of, it is funny. I find everybody's, I most find, people are sh- I, sheep. I find that incredibly funny. Hell man, I'm a sheep. I think. I think to a certain extent we all are. And that leads me to another example of something, I forget which movie, I've been, I've been on a, on a, on a movie kick lately. Yeah, you you bastards. Um, and I forget which movie it was, but you know, don't be afraid of a bunch of lions being led by sheep. Be scared of the army of sheep led by a lion. 
And I'm like, yeah. Was that from a movie? It is from a movie, but the quote was was I think I think it was someone. But how could lions be led by sheep? It's not a literal thing. You don't have. It's not a literal thing where there's a bunch. Of, I know. I know. It's not a literal thing where there's a bunch of sheep. Yeah, because the lions would eat the sheep in armor with their little shields and their thing, or the general sheep with the head on and all the but lions. But it was the sheep. I think it was. It was actually a quote by someone in the German high command who was talking about how in World War One, you had all these lions, which were these these soldiers right. of of England. That were led by sheep. Oh, and sheep. today's today's American military is very much like that. You know, I don't know if, if the American military was ever that great. Uh, World War Two possibly was, I think, the last time in in the nineties. You know, the weird stuff was starting to come in, and now it's just no, they're it's not they're, they're not war fighters. But then again. We don't fight wars like we used to, and the only the only but that doesn't say that we won't fight wars like we used to. The only other pl- the only it it might come up. The only other enemy potential enemy we got where we have to fight like that would be China. And, they got way more people than we do, and they've 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 now kind of gotten away from their their uh, flagship strategy. Just numbers. The flagship strategy of China up until the nineties was human wave. Yeah, you just send overwhelming waves of people. They didn't even give rifles to everybody. Just that was to- the Russians too, right? Well, because they didn't have the rifles in World War Two. Uh, whatever fighting the Germans, or was it the Germans fighting the Russians? I forget. Whatever weapons that they had, they came from us. Oh no, I'm thinking of Stalingrad, and I'm thinking of Germans fighting Russians. Yes, and again, it's from a movie. And again, it's every second guy having the gun. Yeah, well, the, the 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 Chinese thing was to have like, if you had a if you had a rank of like thirteen or fourteen lines in a wave, mm-hmm. maybe the first few rows of guys would have rifles, and the the guys in the back didn't, and they would just pick up the rifles. Well, yeah, because you know, that's war. Imagine the psychology of that though. Were we not giving you a rifle because we know that all those guys in the front are going to be not all, you're gonna, a lot. You're going to be able to pick some up. But what if you're the guy with the rifle? <laughs> then you better hope that you have got the you've got like some fight. Some yeah, some superior fate where God doesn't want you to die. Cuz that's what it's it's got to be fate when you're in the front line, right? I, mean, I think it's fate anywhere. And you 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 know, this this is this is an attitude, this is a philosophy um, that I espouse that not many people do and whenever whenever someone hears about it they always argue with me like like I'm stupid and my point is you're not going to change my mind I've observed too much and my observance could be flawed well it has to be right I mean it can't all be perfect observance right but from what I've seen I've seen way too many examples of human soup sandwiches that kind of make it to the top and I'm just sitting there going, how the hell did that soup sandwich made it to make it to the top? It's not like one or two either. Do you want to explain for our listeners that don't know the expression soup sandwich, what a soup sandwich is? Yeah, it's messy. Yeah, it's it's like if you put a sandwich in soup. It's if you try to make a sandwich out of soup. <laughs> oh.
By the way, I saw, speaking of soup, I saw something called a soup dumpling. What is that? Sweet. It's a dumpling with soup in it. Yeah. Pretty fucking good looking. Sure, it's... I really wanted to try it. What kind of soup? I don't know, some kind of dumpling soup. Right, but, but what kind of soup? I don't know. I didn't get that far. I just saw the uh, I saw the guy. It was like some guy that never tried a soup dumpling before. Yeah. And then uh, his wife had ordered them, and he like he he, she, he she's like you got to break it open and then kind of pour the soup out, and he's eating it. He eats one, and then he just starts grabbing hers, and she was like, "Hey, those are my soup dumplings. You said you didn't want soup dumplings." I don't. I don't. I don't think I would go for soup dumplings just because. I mean, I like steam buns. Those are great. Um. But anyway, let's get back to soup sandwich. Sorry. No, but that's that that that's about it. I mean, I'm just I'm just kind of throwing junk out there. Yeah. Because you know, it's going to be Christmas tomorrow, and what little preparation we do has less of that has has happened. Because it's Christmas. Well, that's the excuse this time. So really, really, just to kind of admit to you and me in the fence post and all the low fact listening people. Yeah, we don't prepare anything. Nah. Uh, we don't even think of anything. I wonder if it's evident when people listen. I'm pretty sure it is. It's probably why people like to go to sleep listening to us. And you know what? I would love <laughs> to be able to monetize that. Like if we could be if we could be natural somnex. <laughs> you know, you haven't you having problems sleeping, you wanna you want and you don't wanna listen to white noise or recordings <sighs> of the ocean. Then you can listen to us as we lull you to the land of. I guess. I mean, I guess the positive about that is it means that we're not people aren't getting angry listening, right? Because you can't go to sleep if you're angry. So that means that there's something about our podcast that is relaxing to people to listen to. Good. Because there's enough bullshit out there to get angry about. Yeah, I listen to. I listen to. Uh, to uh, National Public Radio. To go to sleep? Or BBC. Well, that's the only station that my, my clock radio will pick up. Dude, when I'm listening to BBC, I listen to it when I'm driving, and I'm, like, wired when I listen to BBC. Oh, not me. I think it's just a whole bunch of propagandist yes. crap. It's not all propaganda, bro. Did you just hear what I said? You said it's because it's all... I think it's all propagandistic crap. All. You said all. Yeah. I don't think it's all. Again, you're just you're just pointing out a difference of opinion. You're not going to change my opinion on that. But you've always had that view about the BBC. I've had that view about it's expanded to everything that is monetarily put forth to give us information. I'm not saying that if it's free, the information's any better. So does that mean like we're pure over here at the podcast? I just I just answered your question <laughs> before you asked it. I said. I'm not saying that because it's free, it's not any better. Uh, we're not we're not giving forth information. We don't have a newsroom. Yeah, I mean, it takes money to do that stuff. Number uh, one, we don't have the money or the inclination, and nor nor have we been been uh, been indoctrinated in that in that area of uh, of uh, endeavor. So you think you have to, like, if you want to want to be part of the, you know, the media, mm -hmm. 
I don't know what we we never really have found a name to call it, right? The mainstream media. I hate that expression too. The money, the money making media, money making media, corporate media, whatever. Yeah. So you got to, It's kind of like you're saying with like the corrupt, right? Like like with corrupt folks, like the upper echelons, like you got to be corrupt to be invited into the group. So with the, with the media, do you have to kind of have to buy into their? You have to have a certain you have to buy into their view. You have to have a certain personality bent to want to do that that type of job. Yeah, because or, or or embark in that type of, of endeavor, right? I was just I just always think it's funny when they talk about, and this is like doesn't matter what 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 media what network it is, right? They always talk about the common man and how they're representing the interests of that, and I'm like, you're wearing like a three thousand dollars suit. There's right. nothing common about it. And you're getting yeah. like, yeah, I don't know what you're that. getting paid with this network, but it's a lot, right? So to suggest that you that you that you know what the common man's plight is, I don't know. Well, it would be hard. I mean, I, it would be hard for me to, to, to say that I know the plight of the common man. Number one, who's the common man? And do I, do I, do I interact with, with him on a personal I mean, you level? You probably have. I interact. I interact with with the quote unquote common man in like professional settings. Yeah. Right. If if the common man is a mechanic, yeah, I go to a mechanic. Yeah. If the common man or if the common man is a, is a is a server at a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. I think of common man when I think of common man, I think of blue collar. Yeah, but even that, what is blue collar? Uh, grocery worker. For truck example. Driver. For example, let's say let's say I'm a truck driver. That's you. You consider that blue collar, right? Yeah. What if I'm a truck driver with a PhD in astrophysics? Am I still a common? Is am I still blue collar? Shit. And the reason probably, I ask the reason I ask this is because not. I mean you're not going to be treated like a blue collar, but you, no, you're going to be treated like a giant failure is what you can be treated like. <laughs> but I, the 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 reason I, I I'm talking about by your coworkers, by society in general, right? What are you doing here? Yeah, let's let's say driving this truck? let's say I've got a PhD in astrophysics, not from Flaming Rainbow State either, from like you know whatever hoity-toity astrophysics program there is out there, mm-hmm. and I'm driving a truck. Everyone's going to think that I'm fucking stupid. Yeah, but what if I'm doing that because that's the only job where I can have loads of time to sit there and think about astrophysics stuff? Then that's a perfect job for you. But no one's going to take me seriously when I write a paper. But it, but what if what if you write it? Does it, it could it be co- It could be correct. You're right. It in, shouldn't matter. You're I, right. I, in I, the not it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. In the in the end analysis, yeah. If I come up with some kind of theory that turns out to be true, you're right. It shouldn't matter that I'm driving a truck. But everyone's going to be saying that guy drives a truck. Yeah, and he's, not he's not a college professor. He's not exactly a he's tenured not, professor. He's not he's not sitting in some place on the Princeton faculty, able to sit in a room, and think all day long. Right. I mean that happened that happened years ago with that Chinese guy, who, who came up with some incredible mathematical solution to something that people have been thinking about for years, and he did it when he was in his fifties, which blew everybody's mind. Because people don't do that in their 50s. They do it in their 30s. Right. And, you know, he's, his life was pretty, his professional life, I mean, I think I think he was like a, an adjunct professor was the best job he could get. Right. 
so he was like supplementing that with with work from from people he knew like he had a buddy that owned a several subway franchises uh-huh. so he'd sit there and make sandwiches right uh tutor the guy's kids tutor his friend's kids right all kinds of stuff and, and here and here's this mind coming up with with these these things so haha but go into the point that I was going to make was um for all the people that think that think that there's no difference between people you're full of shit and you're stupid flat out right there's there's no discussion with that i'm not going to go relativist on that if you think that everybody's the same then you're dumb you cannot you you cannot claim to have any intelligent brain cells in your head i don't disagree with you now <laughs> now on top of that um We'll end with this on the differences. Men and women are different, period. And I will use one example. And my example was that. Right? What? The, the, the truck driving PhD. Okay. So, and I will use that example. And the, and when it, and it comes out often when I talk about relationships and romance. You've heard me say, and you've always tried to dissuade me and whatnot of, you know, it's pretty much done for me. Like me finding a, a, a spouse, probably not going to happen. The reason is probably, and, and, it, and, and, you know, it might, but for a guy, what you do is what you are from a male mentality for a lot, for a lot of years. I've been, I was trying to grow a business and get, you know, get my professional, uh, house in order. During that time, I was not making a lot of money. I wasn't, I was making much money at all. And, and while that was happening, you know, people would be like, why aren't you dating? Blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. And I'm like, I'm not, I don't make enough money to date, to marry. And a lot of women, we're sitting there saying, well, that's not everything. And, and I'm, I'm sitting there going, and this, this is as I was getting on in age. Like, you know, in your 20s, if that's happening, that's cool. In your 30s, if that's happening, eh, not, not, not cool anymore, but not that bad. Now, when you pass the line, the, the, Rubik, the, line, the Rubicon of 40, mm-hmm. and you're doing that, and you're still trying to get your professional house in order. Yeah. As a man... And I'm not talking about someone who wants to use a female body as a masturbatory device. I'm talking about someone who wants to get married, raise a family. Mm-hmm. If you're a man over 40 and you're not making enough money to support yourself and a potential family, you don't want to look for anything and because you, you don't think that you can find anybody. Yeah. Because you are what you do. And all the women were talking about, nah, that's not true. You know, that's not what people care about. And I was like, okay, so you wanna, you wanna, you wanna support a fifty-year-old <laughs> financially? Yeah, and the true answer to that is no. But they were, yeah, because because everybody just kind of got stumped by that. Yeah, they just right. If if that you, usually ends the conversation, right? So if you find a twenty-something-year-old dude that's like that, you're like, okay, yeah, because this guy's trying. Oh, we can we can get together. I can help him out. Blah 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 blah. Right? And so like you know, and I've asked. I asked fifty-year-old women like you know, oh, I make my own money. Blah 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 blah. I was like, okay, so you gonna you gonna bring in a fifty-year-old bum 
They're like, well, not a real thumb. I was like, oh, you're such an idiot. You're gonna you're gonna bring in a fifty year old that makes like significantly less money. Like maybe maybe you gotta maybe you're the head of uh, head of uh, maybe you're the CEO of Intel as a woman. Nice. And you're fifty. Kudos so you're to you. Millions of dollars. Kudos to you. You're gonna now then bring home some fifty year old sandwich maker from Subway to be your husband. <sighs> if you're honest with yourself, y'all should say no. Because you think that guy is a failure. Full stop. But nobody's going to say that. Right. And so like, and then, and then it was really hard because I was, I was talking to various women. I'm like, you know, well, how come you're not dating? And, and you know, this is, this is forgetting about the fact that it is way easier for a woman to date than it is for a dude. Right. Because dudes basically just want to most, I would say until they've been hit with any kind of enlightenment. I would say about 85, 90% of guys pretty happy just using women as masturbatory devices. And for those of you wondering what Dave's talking about, he's just talking about fucking. I mean, those guys, those guys also know that something's wrong. Something's not quite right. They don't feel fulfilled. Yeah. But if they can just grab a new body to, to jerk off into, then, you know, be like, yeah, that's cool. You know, it's like using drugs or anything. Not saying that that's going to make any guy fulfilled, no, in any sense of the word. But they'll keep doing it because it kind of feels good. Doesn't really grab me as something I want, but you know. Um, and to a woman, a lot of them were like, "Well, I don't feel like I'm not fit enough. I'm not, you know." They, they, they there was stuff that they wanted to change about their physical appearance right. to attract more dudes. And I was like, "That's kind of the same thing, you know, how a woman feels about her attractiveness being." being tied to, you know, physicality, mm-hmm. unfortunately for them, how a guy feels about his attractiveness based on his wallet. That's true. So. Is that it? Well, I, I don't want, I don't think we should go on for very long. No, we should probably say Happy New Year as well. Happy New Year. Feliz Navidad. That's not Happy New Year. Oh, isn't it? <laughs> no. What is it? That's Merry Christmas. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs>